inside the 10, down to the 5. The Harvard sideline, he's across the 30 to the 40. He's able to fend off the defender and bring in the game's first touchdown. Yeah, so what is that podcast called? It's called like Momentum. Fahim Alwar, thanks for coming, brother. Is that great timing? Just to introduce and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, let's go, dude. <laughs> That's like the, how's everything tasting when you have the biggest bite in the world at a oh, restaurant? Yeah. <laughs> they, have, they have a six, it's like they watch you to see if you have a giant bite in your mouth and they go, how's everything tasting? <laughs> like, it's, it's, mm, it's good. Mm. <laughs> I'm trying to do a bit these days about like waiters, just you get one, how's everything tasting? Mm. That, that that's it. Yeah. What are they supposed to say next oh, time? Well, no, because sometimes they'll overdo it. Yeah, you know, like one is nice. I like yeah. one, that's but courtesy. when they come back a second time, how's everything tasting? How's everything tasting? I well, now you're bothering me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just like, like you're getting less money. <laughs> yeah, just trust me that everything's tasting great. You're They're too of, needy. Yeah, you have a funny bit about the waiter when they switch shifts and the other guy comes <laughs> in. You're like, I didn't need to know that. I like, didn't realize like how universal that bit is. I just thought that that was something that I noticed. <laughs> Sorry. So people, because yeah, that's the weird thing about when you put a special out or you put clips out on the internet. Sometimes these things happen to you right. and you think that maybe it's kind of like, all right, maybe I'm just observing this thing. So it's cool with like that waiter bit where a lot of people in the comments are like, oh my God, fuck yeah, like that keeps on happening or why do they do that? And I had no idea. And then some waiters responded, they go, they do that because they want money because the waiter's going on break and they're not going to get the tip money. Right. So they kind of want to be like, um, I'm going to take my break. So they want the patron to be like, Oh, I'll settle up now. You know what I mean? Right. So that that person Have they ever paid. gotten that? I, I like I've never, never been like. I don't think yeah. the consumer okay, knows that. Yeah. The cons it's so inside no. baseball that right, the average yeah. person is just like, "Why are you telling me?" <laughs> yeah. Like, then the whole joke is like, "Yeah, if I would have no idea if you said nothing. Like, I don't know that it's a new person. Right. Like, I'm gonna be like, ah, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> You're not my waiter. Dude, no one's paying attention like that. Yeah. yeah. I always thought it was so weird. There's busboys and stuff anyways coming in and out. Right. So there's already a bus. I always love also, too, you're like, uh, can I get a fork? And it's a busboy. And it's just like outside of their job <laughs> description. Even though it's so easy to just fucking get a fork. Yeah. They, you see their brain scrambling. Like, am I allowed to get him a fork? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the simplest human thing. Yeah. They go, um, Yeah. <laughs> they're like I'll tell the waiter yeah there's weird hierarchy yeah. like the, the restaurant is so fascinating to me you know like even when you want to do a simple substitution I'll be like instead of green beans can I get broccoli and the waiter's like ah uh, we can't we can't do that like it's, it's a chef. it's yeah. a lateral move right. you know like you, you have like why is this even why are you worried yeah. and they go uh, like if they're worried about I don't want to get in trouble if you're working a job where replacing broccoli and green beans is going to get you fired. Yeah. You, you need a better job. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Job security. You're holding on to that. Yeah. You're worried about. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't make sense. But yeah, that's funny. Like as a comic, are you making these observations just all the way around or like, cause you started as an aerospace engineer, yeah. Yeah. What's which, up is, with that, which is dude? crazy yeah, unique. That's right? not normal. That's Come not a normal. <laughs> <laughs> what if I just got bad advice from someone? I'm like, how do you be a become a comic? He's like, well, first you become a mechanical engineer yeah. and then you work <laughs> in aerospace for four years yeah. just to be, uh, not really. I mean, Some engineering jokes. Oh, just lunch breaks. You're just making all the boys laugh. They're like, yeah, yo, no, become a comic. And you're not like, an okay, engineering school, but like an elementary school. Yeah. Like I would do sketches. I would be funny around the lunch table. Uh, 
and then I switched schools. So then I became a little more introverted when I switched school systems. But like my core friends, I could still be me, but I just, it would take me a while to open up to the new group. Like I had, you had to be my core friends. Like I'm not going to be bouncing off the walls. Yeah. And that's the trouble with like when people know you're a stand-up comedian they think that I'm going to go to a party and just be like Robin Williams or some shit. Right. But there are so yeah. many different shades of comedian. Like yeah. sometimes I lay in the cut. Um, like I'm with my friends, okay. But if I don't know you, I'm just kind of like observing, chilling. I'm not yeah. going to be like, yo, <laughs> hey. Like, yeah, I'm off be the funny. clock. I'm off yeah. the clock. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. But I'll definitely be taking mental notes and kind of jotting stuff down if something strikes me and then do it on stage and try it out. Right. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. So how how was that transition? Like what was the first step you started doing? Um uh, like you started going on stage, like you just quit your job immediately or like, no, nah, it was kind of layered. Like I had to be pretty methodical about it. Um, so I think like, okay, I graduated high school and then I started doing stand up that summer. So I just started doing open mics. I would drive to Seattle, you know, living at my parents' house. And I would, that summer I would just drive, do open mics. And then you kind of do a thing for long enough. You become part of the scene so I would do open mics and then I would get good and then you get on some booked shows where you're not just writing your name on a list in, in like buckets and a hat. Yeah. That's how it is when you first start and you do three minutes or five minutes. So then you progress in the scene and all that. And then, uh, yeah, then I got, I went to, um, UW. So I got an engineering degree. So my parents didn't really want me to do comedy and stuff, but like I was still getting my degree so they couldn't be too mad. Right. Yeah. Right, because like I'm still, hobby. I'm still, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's just a I'm side thing. Yes, exactly. So it's like one for you, one for me. Yeah. No harm, no foul. And so that's all I did. I just did stand up, and I did engineering for four years, and then I, and I picked engineering because I wanted to be able to get a job pretty easy. Yeah. That's a pretty, like four yeah. years, you'll have a job, for and sure. I knew I was just gonna apply to jobs in SoCal. So I got my degree, and I just applied to a bunch of jobs. And Why SoCal? Is it because you knew you wanted to get into the comedy scene? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's different now with social media and stuff because, right. like, you could be famous anywhere or you can kind of turn heads. Like, look at, like, Logan Paul and stuff, like, where they started. Like, you don't have to move to a big city before you have to. Sure. But back then, that wasn't around. Yeah. So as a stand-up, you eventually had to move to New York or L.A. And that still is true. If you care about stand-up, I think, like, that's the happening places. That's where like the best standup is going on. New York and LA. And now Austin kind of is also like a yeah. sister city. Um, so I'm West Coast, Seattle. It's in, I can visit my parents super easily. I'm not from the East Coast. It just seemed way easier. So that's why. And I wanted to do TV and film too. Just everything screamed LA. Yeah. So that's why I applied to jobs in SoCal. And then I got a job at Boeing in Long Beach. So that was the closest I can get. And I'm yeah. on Google Maps. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you don't live in yeah. L.A. You don't know how long. Yeah. It yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I almost got a job in Anaheim. I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, like, I, I wouldn't be a comedian if I got that job in Anaheim. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so then I was working at Boeing for three and a half years while, like, half-stepping it. I would drive up to Hollywood and do shows and stuff. And then finally I got to the point where, I had to make the jump. Like it was obvious the job was holding me back. Yeah. And that's the dream scenario that I always wanted to be. At. Yeah. I wanted it to be obvious where like, okay, now this thing is holding you back. And so it was easier for me to jump where I'm like, all right, this is the time. Yeah. Yeah. We saw you at the store and like we, like me and all my teammates, we've gotten super into it since I moved out to LA. I've always wanted to go. And oh yeah. From now on. Like, yeah. Uh, we it's go, my like, favorite place. Yeah. Man. We go like once a month. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, 
we had uh, Adam Red. Do you know Adam? Oh, yeah, also from yeah. Seattle? yeah. Yo, yeah. Adam, he's a Seattle guy as well. Right, 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 right. Stand up, and he's so tapped into sports. Yeah. Like, I'm a satellite. I know little things. My brother's super into sports, but, like, Adam... He like lives, breathes sports Seattle. and Seattle sports yeah. too. Like he knows Seahawks. Sean Kemp. He knows, yeah. yeah. He's throwing out first pitches and shit. I saw that. Yeah, yeah he he's tapped yeah, yeah. in. He's, he's tapped in. It. He's yeah. so. I think he's gonna. He's blow great up. too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So funny. His crowd work is. Yeah, it's really great. Yeah, like so creative. That to mm -hmm. me is like the most impressive thing a comic could do. Crowd work. Yeah. Yeah. Right. People, people like it a lot too. It's different, you know. It's kind of like, like I'm. I can do. I'm probably I'm probably not as good as crowd workers like Adam, but like I like like jokes are I like crafting jokes because those are bulletproof. You can take them yeah. to any city and. Yeah. But the thing is, people love crowd work because it's um Real. in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah, you know, it's not pre-planned and it's there for everybody in that moment of time. So like crowd work is sexier than like bits. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Do you like so you tr you're you're traveling this weekend, right? Detroit. Yeah, so Detroit this weekend, and then I'm gonna road trip it to uh, Minneapolis. I have a gig out there. I was curious, like with your bits, do you find like they're successful no matter the location? Like if you're in the South, like a red state or yeah. Northeast versus Pacific Coast, like th do you have to like tailor things a little bit? A like little, you know. Most of the stuff will be kind of universal human experience like the yeah. waiter thing will Everyone work no matter yeah, unless yeah. i'm doing a thing for chilies and then maybe they get angry <laughs> yeah. like a corporate gig they're like you motherfucker i'm just trying to get cashed out they just start booing you. yeah <laughs> but even then they probably like it be like yeah be we, we do do that yeah, yeah, yeah it's when you delve into like politics Political. yeah, yeah. or um yeah politics race religion but there's a way to finesse it, you know. I was say, but yeah, people yeah. take that on too. Yeah, that's the fun of it, yeah, though. Funny, like, is funny. Yeah, Have you exactly. ever said the wrong thing in the wrong place? <sighs> well, sometimes you know. Okay, so I've been in town for a bit. I'm starting the new tour to like support the hour that I put out on my YouTube special. Mm -hmm. So you'll kind of learn just jokes that you do in LA. It doesn't hit the same way in say Utah mm. or Dallas, and it might be just like a little. You notice it. Like, it's not going to blow up the whole, you're doing 45 yeah. to an hour out there. It's yeah. not going to ruin the entire show. Yeah. But you just know flow-wise, you go, oh, that was a hiccup. Let me just massage it to make it more universal yeah. or just take it out. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, so you're yeah. just kind of doing some fine-tuning. feel it out. The road makes your shit more universal for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's nice. I like the process. Like, I don't want it to work everywhere out the gate. Because then you're not kind of like pushing a little bit. So for football, we watch film and like we go over ourselves yeah. and are like, okay, we're adjusting here. Do you do the same thing? Do you like watch your own shows and be like, okay, people were laughing or I was doing this weird or like anything like that? Or kind of uh -huh. like uh, not film because I think it's yeah. less necessary with stand up. It's so that's why I see a lot of phones on the stool because people are recording their sets. Oh. So you'll listen to it back. And it depends what type of show I'm doing. Like, if I'm trying a bit out or there's, like, a chunk that I'm trying, I'll I'll record it. But if I'm doing the hits, <laughs> you know, like, you know there's less. Pop, I, yeah. I don't need to kind of learn that That's much. Right. But if I'm consciously trying to work on a bit, I'm definitely recording it. Is it just you that does that work or do you have a coach? No, we don't. No yeah, yeah no, no coach. It's just you. Coach is yelling at you. I don't know. Like, maybe some comics get big enough where they're doing – TV and movies and shit, and they have their friends come look from the back of the room, and kind of it's more of a machine. Yeah. But I think at, like at my level and just like guys in the clubs and stuff, it's just your own iterative process. Gotcha. That's interesting. It's so different from our field because like 
yeah, we watch tape and we have it's a hierarchy of coaches telling you exactly what to do. I feel like in comedy, there's no playbook, and it's like it's maybe. Yeah, maybe your colleagues are like, if Matt's a comic, yo, like, I like that bit. Oh, that happens a lot. Like, in the like hallway, that, I mean, it'll know? be tags. So, like, usually we'll, this will happen a lot at the comedy store. You get off, and then there's other comics. Just your friends. It's like a workplace, like a water cooler. That's cool. And then you'll catch sets, and I may have a tag. You know, I'm like, oh, this would be funny if you said this, or, like, this could go here. So there's, like, little, you're not writing their entire act, but they're, like, a little seasoning. Right. And I'll get it. I'll give it. It's just sort of communal. All the boys are helping each other. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. If you have it. And I always say, take it or leave it. Yeah, yeah. Because some comics will be like, you should say this. And and, (laughs) and you'll I don't want to say that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Like, here's a joke. Take it or leave it. Yeah, yeah. It's nothing to me if you don't. I won't won't be offended if you don't use it. It's your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like it wasn't always like that. Like, it seems like there was a shift. A lot of people were saying Joe, Uh like, really played a role in that. Like, it, it was competitive in the past, and he made it with his show and yeah. just, like, more of a collaborative environment. I think it was probably a combination of Joe and the media landscape changing and, like, the internet becoming a viable pipeline. Because right. before, it was more crabs in a bucket yeah. because you had – the way to get on was, like, a sitcom on NBC or a sitcom on ABC. So you just – you have three spots, yeah. and That's every comic is just trying to clamor there was a bottleneck. But now that's kind of dying a little bit, especially for stand-ups. Because back in the day, the only way to get on was to be like a neighbor on a sitcom. And then people would be like, hey, that's the neighbor from a sitcom. Let's (laughs) see him at the Chuckle Hut this weekend. (laughs) There was no Instagram. There was no YouTube. There was no TikTok. You couldn't be surgical with your audience. Like People who like my shit really like my shit because they can find it on YouTube. They can find it on Instagram. They, They like me for what I do. They know what I do. Whereas in the 90s, you just had to be like, what you doing, Wilsons? <laughs> like, yeah. You, you lent, you. You yeah, lent yeah. a little bit of what you are comedically yeah. to some sitcom role. And yeah, there's, there's, there's such viewership on that that it bled off and it was worth it. But now, if you're on a sitcom, like who, who cares as a stand-up? Like, yeah, people aren't yeah, coming yeah. to see your show if you're the wacky neighbor on a sitcom. No yeah, one gives a fuck. No it's cares. a great paycheck. And if you love acting, then that's great. But like killing it on Instagram is means more. Honestly, or, yeah. Or building your YouTube audience means yeah. more than being a, like number five on a sitcom call and sheet. Do you see yourself like moving into acting? Is that something you want to do, or is you like mm, a little bit, you know? But again, like the media landscape changing. Oh, I guess it goes back to also, you know, Joe and with the internet. Just we've realized everyone is thriving by having each other on their things and cross-pollinating. Like, people who love stand-up tune into the podcasts and and are like, oh, this guy's funny. I know him. I see him at the club. So we're all thriving by supporting each other. Where the old model was just, you know, some NBC suit or CBS suit was just like, we have one or two spots. Who do we? So everyone's just, like, pulling at each other. Yeah. So I I do want to do the acting and stuff, but Mm -hmm. kind of more focusing on, like, my own stand-up and social media and all that. And then... If that I'm not going to sacrifice that for that. I like gotcha. that better. It's like everyone can win now. Totally. Yeah. And your clips are killing it, man. Like, oh. I bet I bet it's a large percentage of your fans probably were introduced to you through either YouTube or Instagram clips. Totally. Which is insane. Like, for example, uh, Schultz over COVID. Uh-huh. With the stuff he was doing where, like, you mm-hmm. flipped the camera yeah, around. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. the political stuff. Like, he just, he went crazy during COVID. And I feel like he just 
blew up probably two X, three X for sure. Um, and like what you're doing with cutting up like your special, mm-hmm. I think it's genius. Like it's, I, I thought it was yeah. hilarious. Thanks man. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're in this flux phase with entertainment and the way people consume things. Cause you know, I'm straddled between generations where the way to do it was, okay, you got a comedy central half hour. That was like the thing that you were, or doing a tonight show. Right. And then that puts you on, then maybe you get a sitcom and just like none of that shit applies today. So it's more about even just maybe within the last year, I will be so bold to say the special is kind of dead. The stand-up special, unless you do it on, like people have time for clips. Mm. Everyone can, you can reach people through a clip, yeah. but putting on an entire hour is a harder f- sell for a lot of people. Yeah. So if you're trying to break and people don't know who you are, you're, you're better suited reaching them with like clips. That's true. Yeah. And like Schultz did that, you know, he did his special and like chopped it up and. And the special exists on my YouTube for when people want to like see more. Yeah. But I think I'm gonna, I'm reaching more people just via IG and TikTok. And after yeah. my shows on the road, I'll ask because I'm curious. Like, yo, what's your entry point? Like, how do you know? Yeah. And I'll get like kids saying TikTok or like, oh, I saw a bunch TikTok's of their reels. Yeah. Yeah. Because we don't get need that followers. That's in, yeah. That's true. Like you the algorithm is much more authentic. Yeah. Or um, yeah, that, like that's what we hear from from our show all the time. Like I will get people that come up to me like I just saw you on TikTok and like. It's just not even some reels as well, but and like much less on YouTube because you need to actually be subscribed to them. Right. But TikTok, for some reason, you just blow up like that. It's so yeah. interesting. Like, yeah. I don't think my viewership is that big on TikTok because I'll have stuff go more on reels. Okay. But then after shows, someone will say, oh, TikTok. And I'm like, I don't <laughs> understand how. Yeah. I think like the numbers don't more. make, s- maybe. They're just like watching so many TikToks versus how many, you know, on Instagram as long as you're on TikTok, I feel mm. like. Yeah, and then I guess I do have a few videos on TikTok that went like, like Crazy. super. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So maybe they saw that, and yeah. yeah, it's a whole new world. I'm figuring it out, it man. Is. I'm yeah. pivoting yeah. month and week to week. Just, but it's empowering because yeah. before, you had to wait for somebody else to be like, oh, okay, you can do the thing that I know you can do. Yeah, or that I, yeah. But now you're just like, you can just go. Yeah, you, just you don't, don't got to wait for anybody. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Like this is cool, you know. <laughs> Yeah, like, you pitch this to somebody, like, okay, I want to get a taco truck. <laughs> I want to put some Spartan stuff in here. It was funny, man. When uh, when Adam came in, he was like, dude, what is this, the bang bus? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like, uh, yeah, it, it's it's unique, man. It's it's different. But um, I like it. I didn't want to do, like, some regular studio. I wanted to be a little different. Yeah, it's we totally. We to do some studios. We're like, no, nah, we like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, I mean, the walk is pretty nice just from, you know, <laughs> you just roll out of bed and be like, yeah, let's do it. Open up the... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well some people do their show from their house like logan logan does his at his house yeah um but yeah no so we actually it's a food truck that we used to give out food as well oh wow I okay i don't know if you knew that no yeah yeah so it's this nonprofit i started it's called second spoon and uh we partner basically with like restaurants and dining halls and we take all the surplus foods um and then we distribute it so like out here we'll go to skid row uh-huh and uh you know all the people all the homeless people and people like facing food insecurity uh, I'll go with all my teammates. So it's like all student athlete led and it's cool. And so like the truck already existed. Like we didn't get this for the podcast. Oh, okay. That's right, pretty right. organic and that's yeah, cool. Yeah, Cause yeah, you already yeah. had it and then it converted into this. Right. Yeah. yeah. It'd be kind of weird if I got this for the show. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the inverse would be a little strange. Um, but yeah, so it used to be a FedEx truck actually, which is interesting. Oh wow. It's like this 22 year old FedEx truck. And so we gutted the inside. Like you probably, I mean, 
I feel like you wouldn't tell unless I said so. I would have no idea. Yeah. I always think about whenever a UPS or FedEx truck drives by, just like, I would never do this, but like throwing a knife and just timing it because they have, they have no doors because they have no doors. Oh, that's right. That's bold. Just to drive around and be like, no one's going to throw anything at me. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I never really thought of it like that. You really, you've never seen the UPS truck and just think like if you had a ninja scar, cause look, obviously it's terrible if you connected, but like, that's pretty impressive if you could time it just right. Like, or maybe something that wouldn't kill him, you know? <laughs> yeah, you can do a rock too. But there's something about a ninja star because it's a, it, it's a I thought this would be funny too. Like if I'm going through TSA and I just had like a bunch of ninja stars taped to my body. Right. And then they find them and I go, Oh, you can't do this. <laughs> I thought I thought just because it's so absurd. Yeah. It'll just plead ignorant. Like I yeah. thought I could tape ninja stars to my body. Right. Another one too, like I always thought if you if you had one knife in your suitcase it's a problem. They'll be like, what's going on? And you right, get, right. but if you had a suitcase that was <laughs> full just full, it was full of like 300 knives. Yeah. They would let you go. Cause that's a misunderstanding. Like yeah. if you have an entire suitcase full of knives, you're like, Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I could <laughs> transport. Yeah. No, they're, they're, he's like a, he sells knives oh, or something. It, yeah. If, knives, yeah. Okay. Here's what it is. One knife seems like premeditated. He's, he's going to do something with that knife. Yeah. 300 knives. You don't mess is that like, much up. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is a misunderstanding at this point. <laughs> it becomes less scary when it's 300 knives. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like like you're Middle Eastern, right? Yeah, or, yeah. you know, I'll get stuff on the internet because, like, I'll say Middle Eastern in a bit just because people can wrap their head around that quickly. Yeah. And sometimes you just need to convey information in a joke. Yeah. And people in the comments will be like, we're Asian or we're South Asian. Okay. and. Technically, <laughs> technically you're okay, but are you trying to make me a worse comedian? Like, I'll educate the audience, but you're making the joke worse because I need to fucking get to the joke. I can't yeah. be like, pull out a map and be like, here's where we are. <laughs> like, Middle Eastern, you know what that is yeah, as an audience. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm Palestinian, and my last name's Hassan. And so I was going to say, I don't think I was going to fly well at, at the airport, man. Oh, the knives? Oh, Bro, I was coming back from... In a truck. I was coming from London to New York, and then, uh, you know, I give them my passport, and then they go, follow me. This has never happened before in my life. And they take me to some wing of the airport that I've never seen before. (laughs) And I guess you don't want to see it. Like, it's good you don't. You just want to go to baggage claim. You don't want to explore new parts of the airport. Yeah. So then I have to sit. Um, It's it's, You're a police precinct, kind of. You're waiting. The guy's looking at the stuff and just checking on you. And I guess there was someone with my name that they were looking for. And then oh, they go, no. you're free to go. Oh, and wow. I'm like, okay. Like someone on the list? I guess. Oh, so someone with my name, they were, they were worried about, and they, they let me go. Probably a common name, right? Yeah. But I could see on his computer, he had my IMDB up, and so that was nice. Oh, like, that's nice. Yeah, 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 Cool, yeah. I'm one of the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> Check out my YouTube. Yeah, bro. I go, do you, know, do you know what my star meter is? <laughs> What's your badge number? <laughs> I'm not that Fahim Anwar. He was just looking at that anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, oh, my God, it's you? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, was just, I just had you off on my I've been screen. watching your clip. I've been watching your reels and TikTok. <laughs> TikToks. Do, do you know bro. Logan Paul? <laughs> <laughs> no, I had, I had a very similar experience, though. Uh, I was flying to the Middle East, like, right before camp started. And I pull up to the gate, and I'm thinking everything's fine. I'm at LAX. I'm a U.S. citizen. Yeah. I was born in Florida. I'm like, I'm going to be fine. Yeah. And uh, they're like, all right, yeah, you can't bring anything on the plane, like zero things, like only my phone and my passport in my pocket. And it's a 15-hour flight. I'm like, well, this is unfortunate. But I'm assuming everyone else on the flight, maybe they have the same parameters, something's going on. Turns out I'm the only one. I'm not, I'm not allowed to walk 
uh, by myself through, like there's two people by my side the entire time. I go through TSA. Then I also go through uh, a separate part of the airport I've never been to. Take off my shoes. They're looking like through my mouth. Like, through your mouth? Like, like under my pants. They like do a little swab or something. The craziest thing. And uh, and like, oh, I had air, I sneaked AirPods in my pocket because I'm like, I'm going to listen to something. Right? Even though they oh. told me I couldn't. And they like took that away. Go, he from has AirPods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this an was, Apple bomb? <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was like, it was insane. I, I was like, hey, like, can I get water? Like, I'm going to be real thirsty on this flight. Like, I didn't bring in water. I was going to buy it at the airport. Like, nah, like, You sorry. might drown the pilots. <laughs> the yeah. It was absurd. It was in the United States. So it was, it was oh similar to, like, gosh. what you want. Yeah, it's guess. bananas. I remember, <laughs> so, like, after 9-11, it was, like, way worse. Like, now it doesn't happen that much. Like, you don't get randomly, or at least I don't get randomly selected like I used to, like, more so back in the day. But there would be times where, I'm traveling with my family. So it's my mom, my dad, my brother, and me. And they they ask for all of our IDs, which if it was just me and my brother, I understand. Like, we're young, whatever. Like, it fits the stereotype. Yeah. But I'm like, do you think that we're, like, a family of terrorists? <laughs> like, I'm trying to prove myself. Like, I'm really good at this thing. I want you to see me in action, yeah, mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, look at what I can do. And I'm just going to, like, the whole family is going to go? Yeah. It's a family trip. Yeah, like we're the Partridge family of terror. That's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious, bro. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Um, so what you said, are you performing tonight somewhere? Not tonight, yeah, because I'm going to Detroit. I was like, I should take tonight off, just pack, and yeah. But normally I would. Yeah. Every day of the week, or how does that work? <sighs> Usually Sunday, Monday, I'll take off, and then Tuesday through Saturday, I'll be performing. Sometimes I'll double up on one night. Okay. Maybe one night I'll take off if I have a thing, but pretty much like Tuesday to Saturday is kind of my days to play with. Yeah. yeah. During the week. Do you ever practice when you're not performing? Or are you like, nah. Like running like, bits on like ca the cashier at, uh, <laughs> at Ralph's. Hey, tell me if this is funny. Uh, no, <laughs> that'd be so annoying. Uh, yeah, they're just like, oh, here's this guy again. <laughs> no, what will happen though is you live life. It doesn't. Usually I'll think of my bits when I'm alone and I'll kind of work them out. But occasionally you'll be talking to someone and something happens and then or something happens organically. And I'll just like jot down the seed of the idea yeah. to marinate on it for later. Right. But I'm never like, how about this? <laughs> like I'm never running bits by some comments <laughs> will run bits, but I would rather I want the audience to tell me it's not funny. Mm. I don't want a random person just one on one say that's not funny. How like, you ever told a joke like that in an audience and Oh yeah, that's that's the oh, whole man. that's the gig, like that's the whole point of being a comedian, and I love that. I love thinking something is funny. You have a hunch, and then either it is, or the audience thinks part of it is funny. The audience is your editor, and then you kind of massage the material over time until it it gets a hundred percent hit rate every time. That's cool. Yeah. What if it's like a full bomb though? Because it's yeah, so. Yeah, oh, I've done full bombs. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's so awkward. Like, oh, this joke's gonna be. This crazy. is gonna kill like, it. Yeah. They're all gonna go crazy. Right. Well, here's okay. Here's the difference. I think young comic, like for myself included, just when you haven't been doing it for a long time, you're just so needy and unsure, and everything is so new. And even like every joke you tell, you can tell the audience. The audience knows that you need that you need this to go well, <laughs> like for your well being. Like right. psychologically, this person on stage needs this joke. Or he's going to be crying. Or he, yeah, 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 yeah. You can almost feel it. Yeah, yes, yes, feel it. yes. There's this weird umbilical cord between you and the audience. And if a joke doesn't do well, then it's weird. 
and it's cringe as the kids will say. Um, <laughs> How old are you? 30, 38. <laughs> yeah, 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 cringe. Yeah. So, so like, but when you've been doing it for a long time, if a joke doesn't do well, then okay, on a, like it becomes, it doesn't become precious anymore. Like you've been on this track so many times, you've seen the scenery. On to the next one. Like I don't need them to laugh. I want them to laugh, but it's not going to be catastrophic if the audience, because if you've been doing it this long, you know what a joke not doing well feels like, sounds like, and it's not like, oh my, <laughs> like you're not going <laughs> to crumble. I can I can like brush off a bad joke now and yeah. kind of smile and go on to the next one. And but I think you don't have those tools when you're a younger comic. You're just like, you go into panic mode and then. Your body has rigor mortis, and you're like, oh. "Where do you work?" I want to know about your. What's your worst comedic experience? In all of that, there must have been one time where you were like, "Oh my god!" Uh, what is it? I mean, I've mentioned this on so many podcasts. Like my horror story is, I got booed at the Apollo when they came in Seattle. I was like 17 or 18, so I got oh, no. booed by like 4,000 people. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh! Like actively loud, Active, actively booed. What oh. what what other kind of booing is yeah, that? I don't know. Like, so this is this is active. <laughs> this is this is active booing or inactive? Is it dormant like a volcano? Like the boos are inside them, but they're not coming out yet. Like a boo wave. Boo! <laughs> going. I wish it was a boo wave because that would mean some people weren't booing. Yeah, this this was cor- a coordinated boo attack. Oh my god! Wow. That's just mean. You just take it, and then I mean, what are you gonna do? You're like, ah, fuck you! You go into the crowd. <laughs> Boo me! Boo you, motherfucker! <laughs> that would be I'm, I'm gonna take on four thousand people. I'm like John Wick. <laughs> What's up with people like coming up on stage and hitting people? Like, are you, has that like now been a fearful thing? Or you don't care. That was bizarre. I mean, I, there was a moment. I mean, you had the Chris Rock thing, and then you yeah. had the Chappelle thing, and I don't know. I think people. Maybe Chappelle. there's some copycat stuff with that, <laughs> yeah. but I, there's not a ton of that going on. That's good. Yeah, people were worried, like, is this going to be an epidemic now? People think it's okay? Like, I hope we're not that dumb as a country. We're like, oh, Fresh Prince said it's okay? <laughs> I'm going to go up there. Going up. I don't like that joke. Smacks you yeah. in the face. Like. Yeah. What's your best experience then? Best experience? Uh, let's see. You know, I guess being at a point, you know, you kind of, you do stand up. It's, it's so such a long slog. You're doing open mics, and but then you know I'm at a point in my career now where I was on stage at the comedy store, and I'm supposed to bring up another comic, and then you get a slip of paper of, oh, there's a drop in. You open it up. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Chris Rock. <laughs> so cool. yeah, and just to know we we. We're peers. Obviously, he's like eons beyond me, but we are working the same club, yeah. and that is something. Yeah. And there was also a time where uh, he saw me in the back, and so I didn't know he was in the back. So I get off stage, and people are like, yo, he was dying. Like four or five other comics were like, yo, like Rock was dying in the chairs. Like he loved your shit. And that is... Makes you feel good. Yeah, because yeah. he's one of my heroes. He's one of the best. Yeah. He's on Mount Rushmore. Do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite comedian? I mean, he's up there. I mean, Rock, I would say. Burr is one of my favorites. Chappelle. Um, yeah. He goes. Yeah. Is that the Mount Rushmore for you? Rushmore. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I've never had, I've never actually tried. Well, Eddie Murphy. Murphy, yeah. Murphy. Even though he didn't do a ton, it was just, Eddie Murphy Delirious is such a, 
So much of comedy branches off of that, just like I'm sure so much does off of Pryor and like Carlin, but Eddie Murphy's style of comedy just birthed so many different types of comedy that we know it today. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's just so many different styles, like uh, even like Theo Vaughn mm. recently. Oh my god, we, we saw Theo's him. an OG man. Yeah, we go way back. Really? I, I knew I knew him pre mullet man. Really, just bouncing around doing clubs in LA. That dude, I heard like him, like it's not an act. Like that's just how he is. Like in normal life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he's <just> so <laughs> funny. He's always has like this hilarious story from some kid in his hometown. Like, yeah, he. he I don't had, even know if they're real or not. I know that's that's part of the. It's so specific. Yeah, and the he has such a language. He has his own Theo language that is. Like that's ridiculous, but makes perfect sense. <laughs> the way you've strung those words together, yeah. you go, "What?" He has a space brain, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Like, okay, you can't. Yeah, yeah. Theo's great. So he's got his like his own different. Like, no one's like Theo. Yeah. And then you know, guys like you who are like, like I think really witty and like just well crafted bits, and other guys are just purely not purely, but like mostly off of like crowd work, for example. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many different styles and different ways to make an audience laugh. It's really great. It's cool. Um, yeah, there's just room for everybody. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's refreshing. Like you come to the comedy store, it's a different style every 15 minutes. On paper, it seems the same. Like okay, it's just a person talking into a mic. How different can it be? But it can be vastly different, and still elicit laughter from a room. And that's that's awesome. It's incredible that no one before you decided to film their special there, like in all three rooms. Yeah. Which is nuts. Because when I saw you, it was in, what's, the OR is the small oh, one, Oh, right? yeah, or that's the medium one, the one downstairs. Okay. And it has that window that faces sunset. No, what's the smallest one? Oh, uh, the belly room? I believe it was the belly room. Oh, shit. Yeah. Was it me that? working on stuff, or was it? Uh, I think you were working on stuff. Oh, that's my monthly show. Okay, That's yeah, cool yeah. you like that yeah, one, because yeah. those are just me doing bits for the first time. Oh, it was great. Thanks, yeah. man. Yeah, 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 yeah. so that's a monthly show I started doing. Um, it's cool, because the belly room isn't that huge. I can pack it out. It's like mm-hmm. 60, 80 people. And all these ideas I get throughout the day, they stockpile for a month, and then I get to do that show. Yeah. And, huh? Unload them all. Unload them all. Yeah, Yeah. totally. And it's really fun. I think my fans like it too because it's raw. They know it. I'm not like, it's less presentational. It's they're part of the process almost, and they know that it's a works on stuff night. Yeah. So it's cool. Yeah. So. Like, can you go into a little bit of your decision to do it at the store and like all three rooms? And oh, the special? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. I had done one stand-up special already back in the day for CISO. No one remembers what the fuck CISO is. You, you, like, you, you know how you barely know what Peacock is? This was pre-Peacock. This was like their first stab at streaming. Okay. So there was Netflix, Amazon, then NBC was like, let's do our streaming. And it was called CISO. So they were like, hey, uh, we want to do a stand-up special with you. But they were the only ones knocking at the time, you know? Obviously, Netflix, everyone wanted that. Um, but but CISO was offering. I'm like, okay, I'd rather create art than not create art. It's still a level up. I'm like, okay. So I got to make this great special, but nobody got to see it. You know, is it a theater? Is it a theater? I'm proud yeah. of it. Yeah. But nobody knew, knew what CISO was, so no one really saw it. And then I think... Comedy Central licensed it. It's on their YouTube now, which is nice because people are discovering it now. But at the time, nobody saw it. And it was a traditional special. Like, you do it at a theater. 
And yeah, so that was great. And then I'm like, okay, I'm t- it's time for a new special. I go, do I do the same thing? Do I, and this landscape is changing with YouTube and all that. I go, okay, I think YouTube is the route. I'm going to do that. But then I go, I'm at a weird place in my career where I'm pretty good as an artist. I'm, I'm very many years in, I'm very skilled at what I do. I will say that because I mean, I've been doing okay. it like 20, 20 years. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to do my Kanye Agreed. shit. I'm going to do my Agreed. Kanye shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, the modesty is good to a point yeah. for, for real. Yeah, modesty yeah. is good to a point, but sometimes you can be so modest where it's detrimental, where it's like, it's not real anymore. Yeah. You know, and you're holding yourself back. So my breakthrough is like, I, I've been doing it 20, like I'm there. So it was time to do a special. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it YouTube. I need to bridge the gap art between artistically where I am and awareness because people don't know who I am yet. So I need to bridge that gap somehow. And then that's where the wheels were turning. I go, okay, I'm a regular at the comedy store. I've been there many years. It's a magical place. It's referenced on podcasts all the time. Uh, even being a paid regular there is a barrier of entry. Like not every comedian yeah. is allowed to be right. a paid regular. And then I was just like, oh man, I can't believe no one has ever filmed the comedy store on a regular night of operation really. Just because normally when the people do a special at the comedy store, it's dark for the night. So they just, it, there, there's lights and there's no show going on because there's camera crews and shit and they dress it up. It looks, it's, it's not like when you go there, it, yeah, it's like a Hollywood yeah. version of the store. There's neons and stuff, but no one ever just films the bones of the place while it's just a regular night. Yeah. Like when, when you see the special, those people aren't there for me specifically. It's, there's a lineup yeah. of like 10 people. So yeah. there's something cool about, oh, this is just a guy doing, it's capturing a true night of standup where uh, that's what real standup is. Not real, but like part of standup when nobody knows who you are is making strangers laugh. Yeah. And that's a different thing than a theater of like your fans your coming fans. out to support you. That's a great thing too. But I wanted to capture this other thing of just a Here. standup comedian um, nightclub comedian making strangers laugh and bouncing around from room to room because yeah. that place is kinetic yeah. and no one has ever captured it like that. And I was like, are you sure no one's done it? I can't believe no one's done it. Right. I go, okay, I'm, I'm going to do it. So I directed it too. I just kept the footprint really small so that no one would really know that we're there. That's the other thing too. It's like, you don't want people to know they're being filmed because then they laugh differently and they, they act differently. Mm. So our footprint was so small that people didn't even know that it was being filmed. Wow. And I think that's kind of a, an honest response. I wanted that honest response rather than, okay, there's crane shots. Everybody's coming out. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, Cause yeah. then you, you get laughs and stuff, but, yeah. and it's We're still fake. great, but it's a produced special yeah. rather than I wanted to capture rather than present, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Is there a little extra pressure? Like, I'd imagine practice versus game day. Like, you know, like, this is it. You know? you well, nervous? no. Okay, so here's the thing. With the, the way I did the special, I removed that shit from it because it's just I'm just night. logging sets, you know? I'm doing a couple sets in the OR. I'm doing a couple sets in the main room. I'm doing a couple sets in the belly room. And then I'm just, like, stringing together. Like, okay, I like this one. We got it. I like this one. We got it. Because I didn't want to do the whole thing of all right, we got to get it in one one take. Okay. Because then you're a different performer. That's true. Yeah. Do you ever get nervous now or? Not real. I mean, you do. It's probably how you guys are with games. Like yeah. you, you've you prepared. Um, 
you kind of know every iteration of what can happen. So you're excited, but you're not like tense. What's yeah, yeah. Going? You're yeah, yeah, you're excited. The first sentence are you like you're just like, "Ah, okay, I'm uh, I think I've just done so many sets uh-huh. that I know I've seen it I've seen so many different ways it can go. Yeah. Like I'm not going to be surprised by anything that happens. Yeah. That's good. I've had such variations between like worst worst shows to best best shows that whatever I'm doing say next week is going to be somewhere in between there. Yeah. Yeah. For us in football, or at least for me, it's it's the first hit. Yeah. Like yeah, once like I'm I'm, someone makes contact, I'm on the ground. I'm like, okay, the game started. It's something. Maybe it's like a heightened awareness, like a fight or flight Ah, response. I get. I would say first laugh is akin to that. Okay. Because you're like, okay, now we're rolling. Okay, now we're rolling. Now we're rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like a first completion for me. Like I see it spinning. I see someone catch it. Or basketball, I can imagine. Like you see it going through the hoop. Yeah. Like, Mm. okay, like let's go. Also, first laugh, you kind of, whatever the first response from the audience is, you kind of get a gauge of what type of crowd it is. Because if it yeah. if they if it's a huge laugh off the top, you're like, oh, they're fun. This yeah, is gonna be this is gonna be great. That's is that just variable? Like it's just like are some crowds shitty? We're like, Sometimes, you guys suck. Like, I'm telling all my best. But jokes, here's guys- <laughs> here's a trap. Some young comics, maybe two years in, if they're saying crowds are shitty all the time, mm, that's dangerous. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, you don't you don't you don't want to be you don't want to be the comic who's like. Shitty crowd. <laughs> Every crowd they play, worst crowd ever. <laughs> the guy next up, that's goes crazy. Yeah. Everybody's laughing. Yeah. It's crazy how you keep hitting all these uh, bad crowds. He's like, yeah, yeah. You think I get a better one? It's bad luck. It's definitely not unlucky, me. Unlucky trail of fifteen <laughs> in a row. That's crazy. Yeah. So after, so after posting your most recent special, um, like are you working on new material now? Like, are you yeah. like writing? Like, how's that process? Like, you're just searching for new bits. I, l- I love being in this period of creation where i mean i was trying to hone all the stuff for the special and you're fine-tuning so you're not writing a ton because you're trying to get what you have on wax like super tight and then now i'm just in the creation phase so everything i'm doing on tour is just it's a new it's a new hour and then i'll think of new things to try to inject in it and then the cities kind of help me inform okay this is like you were saying earlier this is too hot for this area (laughs) let's dial it back a little bit yeah so now i get to create and that's fun it's more spaghetti against the wall like the show that you came to yeah that's just all right let's throw some ideas out here that was great what does the creation process look like for you are you just going through general life and you're like that's funny or it's like what you're talking about at the airport like oh this would be funny like what if they did this here let me okay so yeah i live life something strikes me i'll jot it down maybe it's a thing maybe it's not a thing like and you can dress it up too right what do you mean, like? Like, if it's like kind of funny, and you can add some details. Sure, like but you don't want to have to dress it up. So, like, if you have yeah. to do put too much dressing on it, <laughs> that's that's a bad foundation. Out, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't have to put too much sauce on it. Okay. The idea should be good enough where, like, a good steak doesn't need a lot of sauce. That's right. Or no sauce. That's it. That's true. Yeah. Like, let Is me this see. Your notes? Uh, yeah, I'm just yeah, trying to see like yeah. what I've I'm come ca- up in the last two days. Let's I'm say. Curious. These might yeah. be terrible. Do you just have, like, is it just words to yourself? Are they sentences? Are they, like... It's probably topics. Yeah, just kind of enough. It's almost like a stenographer where enough words to capture the idea so that I don't lose it. it. That's the worst feeling as a comedian because that's our marketplace. I We work in ideas. So if you forget something that you thought was great, that's the worst oh. feeling. You lost money. Basically. You lost money, yeah. yeah. Right um, on the table. It's interesting, though, because, like, think about it. Or at least for me, like, 
everyone's looking down at their phone. Like, no one's really observant of their environment. I feel like comics are some of the most observant humans. Most aware. Aware. Right. That, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Aware of, of, like, little details. Because sh- funny shit happens to everybody yeah. in this truck, I would say. For sure. But okay. I, I think because we do so many shows and we're wired this way because we... Uh, our livelihood is built off of this stuff. Like we know to recognize rather than just like proceeding with your day, you're like, yeah. Oh, let me jot this down. Yeah. Like you yeah. don't jot down enough. So you don't know that it happened or, or you don't know your comedy language yet. Uh, I'm looking at the phone. That's a lot. It's a lot oh, of, well, lot. yeah, well, <laughs> oh I mean, God, oh my goodness, <laughs> but that's <laughs> just living. Life. I was not expecting like that. And that's barely anything. It's just blocks of but, text. Um, but imagine if you jotted down a few ideas every day. It's right. going to add up. Oh, so that wasn't that's just two days. That's not just today. No, this is just like <laughs> the one notepad that I put everything into. Oh, okay. So this oh, has been okay. going on like that's since I've been a comedian or since I got an iPhone. Uh, gotcha. Before it was paper and shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was just thinking like... Uh, Oh yeah, like so the American viewers is very strange. Like we love we love seeing British people being British in the past. Like only in the past. <laughs> like we want to see dragons and shit and like we don't want to see you present day if you're British unless you're baking a cake. That's awesome. OJ's yeah. British too. Yeah. See? He's <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't even know that. We have bake off all the Americans watch it. Yes, but that's the only present day thing that we clamor for. Like yeah. we don't want to see, <laughs> right? It's like it Game of Thrones. British. It's uh, Downton Abbey. Yeah. It's like all the blockbuster shit. It's yeah. British people being British in the past. Blinders. Peaky Blinders. Nineteen twenties, like okay. yeah. What was the Queen's show? There was a show about. Oh the yeah, crown. yeah, The Crown. The yeah, Crown. The crown. Yeah, Bridgerton. Yeah. Like yeah. we don't care. We want you to be British in the past. Right. That's just our jam. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of history. <laughs> I mean, this is like a dumb. That's, like I don't. OJ, OJ took that personally. <laughs> like I don't know if this will work or not. It's just like a dumb sentence that I wrote. Maybe it'll work just as a non sequitur on stage. I just wanted to be like, did you know parkour was invented by a French guy who found out his girlfriend is pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from? Though? I don't get it. You don't get you it. Don't get it. Like he's running away. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, like, how did you? Where, that, where did that come from? Uh, no I, I don't know. Guy yeah, yeah. this is just a funny thought to me. Like, that's the most extreme way to like walk out on your family. Is it just <laughs> open up a wi- open problem. up a window and just go down brick walls and like swing through pipes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we'll see how it does with the crowd. Like, yeah. it tickles me, but yeah, that one, that one took me a little time. Sure. I, I got it right but if I started doing the act out on stage, you'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, that's funny. Like, He's moving around. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just so silly. You're like, it's so what? funny. Like, I yeah, mean, you, it's so absurd. Just imagine that? a girl being like, I'm pregnant, and him like letting that sit in, then opening up the window Front and just, yeah. <laughs> and, just and that's how parkour was invented. <laughs> you Do you ever get where people are just like, yo, be funny? Like, Oh, that's the worst, man. Jokes, it's like, sort of like <laughs> when you. Like a monkey or something. No, you know, I, like, it's a, um, yeah, it, that's the worst when they go, be funny uh, or tell me a joke. That's always. And then another one, too, is. Don't don't put this in your thing. <laughs> They'll be talking. Whenever someone says "Don't put this in your thing," like they're talking to, about like, oh. the most boring thing in the world. I go, oh, Do you really? understand? I'm a stand-up comedian. <laughs> my job is to make a crowd laugh. Right. Why would I? Yeah, because they'll be like, "Yeah, I was trying to get a uh, an apple pie." You know, so I was at Ralph's and they were out of apple pies. So 
he offered me a cherry pie, and I got I got the cherry pie, but I really want an apple. Don't put this in your thing. <laughs> You're like, all right. I go, well, like, uh, don't worry, buddy. I, I don't know how I would. Yeah. And the ironic thing is, if I did, I'd be like, now he's uh, he's in my thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like this meta version of, don't don't put this in there. Like you're safe. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. I think regular people will get it too sometimes where, or it's like non-stand-ups. If you're an introvert and they're like, why are you so quiet? Or just like fucking let the person be. Sometimes extroverts won't let introverts be introverts. Like. That's how it matters. Telling an introvert, why are you so quiet? Is like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> why are you so loud? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, introverts don't go to extroverts and say, why are you so loud? That's true. So don't go up to an introvert and be like, how come, why are you, you're really quiet? Why are you so quiet? Because we're different. Oh, oh, you're an introvert. Yeah. Are really? you actually? A little bit. Yeah, I think I'm like. In the middle? That's what's the troubling thing, or not troubling, but because you have that thing of being a comedian. Like, this is fun. I know you guys, you know, like, you invited me to be on the podcast. and known OJ for years. Yes, no, we not. go way back, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love watching <laughs> British people. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> In the present. Um. So, like, they'll expect you to be the bouncing off the walls guy. But, again, if I'm at a party and I don't know anybody, like, yeah. I just, I want to chill. Like, yeah. I'm, you didn't hire me for a corporate event. Right. Right? Like, if yeah. I'm just, like, hanging out, like, just let me be, I'll lay in the cut. So, you can turn it on and off. I can turn, like, I'll have these ideas. Like, the stage is a place for me to work out. I can have fun. There's a time and a place for it for gotcha. me. Uh, and I have the most fun working it out in this sandbox on stage. But... I don't want to feel like I have to be that guy when I don't want to be that guy or it's not appropriate or the burden of the party isn't on me. I'm like a plus one or something. Yeah. Like, why do I need to be stage guy when I, when party. you don't even, you didn't know my name till tonight. Like if I'm meeting someone, right. yeah. like just cause you hear stand up comedian. Cause again, then you feel like put on the suit monkey or yeah. dance. Form. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's pretty funny. All I can imagine when you're saying that is you're just at a wedding, like trying to have like they're trying to get married, right? Every and you're just like cracking jokes, like trying to yeah, steal the yeah, stage. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I like that. I mean, I just came to that line right here. I liked it. I like going up to the the extrovert and being like, "Hey, why are you so loud?" <laughs> yeah, because that would never happen. Right. But the reverse happens all the time. Yeah, exactly. This is just I'm I'm. This is like a beacon for all the introverts out there. We're tired of it. We're taking over. <laughs> you extroverts have had a run of it too long. We need to band together, and ironically, the introverts are going to be extroverts just yeah. trying to charge. And yeah. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's a little bit of an oxymoron, though. Yeah. You know? like the introverted comedian? Con- yeah, right? No, it exists. It exists. Oh. I think there's just more... Um, it's like common, though, for sure, right? What's that? introvert people that are really funny. Yeah. True, but to get on stage in front of thousands of people, like that... Like yeah. Yeah. I think because that is such a uh, surgical... Um, representation and moment in time where they are being that thing but it's almost like watching top gun and being like tom cruise doesn't fly planes yeah <laughs> true. that's yeah. that's fucking weird although, he was flying planes for like <laughs> he was flying fighter jets for like two hours although he did fly it right for the show for the movie yeah yeah okay tom cruise is a bad example yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait brendan fraser isn't uh an actual caveman? That's like a deep <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> see no man? There's like, no way he's a caveman. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, he's, he's an actor? Who was... Yeah, Pattinson's not Batman? Yeah. <laughs> this is the yeah. Batmobile, though. I, I met Pattinson one time. Really? He came to the comedy store. Cool guy? I mean, it was just like a pleasant hello. It's pretty hard to fuck up hello. Right. Yeah. You just said what's up. Oh, I mean, I guess some celebrities are such assholes that if 
You'd be like, oh, he was an asshole. Even just saying hello, like yeah. that's pretty. Or some guys, like they feel like they're above you, and you could tell they're not really mm. maybe into the conversation or something. Yeah, no, pleasant, I mean, pleasant guy. Huge, yeah, yeah. Did I was you like, like, I'm a huge Twilight fan. I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, your eyes, <laughs> your eyes are glitter in real life too. Are you a comic book guy? <laughs> a little bit. Okay. Like, what do you mean, like the movies or? Yeah, like yeah, the movies. Like, I'll catch them, you know. Yeah. But I'm having a little bit of. Uh, fatigue from you know too much all of them I don't know yeah and now there's like She-Hulk and there's just so many Marvel's oh, I haven't just even like, seen that one do, whatever they had they're just like meh we can add this on kind <laughs> make a whole to, new movie yeah keep up with all the Marvels it's yeah. a lot it's hard to keep up but I was watching Loki uh, I saw the Avengers yeah it'll be a thing to do but I'm not like pulling up uh, with a camping chair and shit and dressing like a whole no, weekend. No, yeah. no. Come on, Well, that's really? what I was going to ask you. With the <laughs> You're like, oh, no, you don't. Yeah, I was going to invite you, but okay. <laughs> you don't even support them there? Really? <laughs> Are you a comic book guy? No, I, I'm probably along the lines of you. But you saying Pattinson kind of brought it up in oh, my yeah, head. Oh, yeah, Dark Knight. Yeah, where I, I didn't really, I didn't like the new Batman. Mm. I, I like, uh, I like the Whoa, guy. bro. Whoa. This podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. Uh, what was know. your qualms with I, it? I prefer the character. It's too slow, bro. No, it was it was too dark for me. Mm. The Batman was too dark. That's I would love for you to direct a Batman, and it it looks like a supermarket. Is this like like Ralph's? Super bright. All right, so Batman is trying to get oatmeal from Ralph's. (laughs) It's hard for him to find it, and then there's so many lights. We have so many lights. He gets in the Batmobile, but his dome light is broken, so it's on the whole time. (laughs) It was way too dark. The Christian Bale was not like that. You like the Christian Bale one yeah, the best? Yeah, because he was more like the Playboy. There's more lights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was more well lit. It was easier to see. Yeah. <laughs> the I just imagine watching better. Batman with you at home or something, and you're just like cranking up the brightness on your TV. <laughs> like, I can't see Batman. Is, is he supposed to be hiding? Or? <laughs> they should have like a director's cut that no one's asking for, like the illuminated, <laughs> the brighter Batman edition. What, Mo? That's it's just, wild. They go, the we have one sale. <laughs> An extended Blu-ray, brighter. See, brighter than you've ever but seen. That's Batman. what the new, uh, like the new Dahmer documentary. Like that's also the tone. I just, it's too dark. I'm not into the serial killer stuff. Mm, like, people love that shit. Dude, people are going crazy. Bro, girls love that oh, stuff. Like okay, the, okay. The I have podcast? a theory. I have a theory. I want to hear. Yeah. yeah. I have a theory why women love serial killer and murder Crime. stuff. This would be interesting. I think okay. Part of going out with a guy or whatever, part of the allure. I hope I don't get canceled on this, but I'm just thinking this like, <laughs> oh, no, 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 definitely no. will. Precursor. <laughs> just, I'm exercising an idea. Maybe it's wrong, whatever. But okay, part. Don't of, take this. <laughs> the disclaimer is longer than the actual idea. <laughs> so when women go on dates and stuff, there's this huge risk that they're that they're kind of embarking on. That's part of like this guy. You don't know them like. They could kill you. That it's almost like you're going on a date with a bear, you know? Yeah. And I think when you fall in love with a guy and you have a boyfriend, it's almost like you've tamed this bear kind of a little bit. Like this guy who can hurt things and kill people like is so delicate and loves me. And watching murder stuff is is walking as close to that line as you can from a safe distance without dying. Without dying. So exploring that feeling a little bit and knowing they're safe. Wow. But you think they secretly have a fantasy for that? There's just something alluring about the opposite sex being bigger and stronger and could kill you but doesn't because they love you. So how do you – what is that on steroids? And it's like murder stuff. It's always gruesome. <laughs> murder <laughs> stuff. It is. It's yeah. Gruesome too. It's yeah. never like some random shit. It's always like – Oh, it's terrible. All her legs were cut off and, and the guy ate them. her. Because yeah. it's like, That's oh, my God, you- Brad could do this to me, but he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe there's a subconscious yeah. thing like, oh my God, so many dates I went on could have ended this way, but it didn't. And they'll be like attracted to the guys too. It's like a whole like thing. getting love letters in jail yeah, and stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty wild. Po- like if you look at the podcast charts, like yeah. by popularity, they're all like crime and I just thought of stuff. a great like uh, dating app is where you get matched up with serial killers. So it's just serial <laughs> killers on there. <laughs> So girls who are really into serial killers, he's like, hey, I'm, I'm Jeffrey. I like brains. And right. and then you can like, hey, I just thought you were really cute. And <laughs> you won't kill me. I think part of it, too, you is like some me. girls, yeah. like the ones who write into jail, uh-huh. it's it's like gambling. They go, he won't do that to me. Yeah. I'll uh, change they him. Be a part oh, of they like want to change the guy. I'll change him. Yeah. yeah. Like they think Maybe that it's an ego thing, man. <laughs> an ego right? Thing. Well, any woman that writes into Jeffrey Dahmer or one of these serial killers, they're going to think like he won't. He won't kill me. Maybe they think they're like too pretty or something. Maybe. Or I broke through through him to him. I tamed this beast. (laughs) No sweetheart. It's like riding a dragon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Right? If you if you can't tame the dragon, that's a nice thing. It's like it's like putting your hand on the dragon and be like, no, they're like Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, whatever that phrase was, and then just like hopping on and be like, woo. (laughs) I don't think you'll get canceled for that. I think that's Yeah, that's a pretty measured yeah. yeah. It was much worse. But whenever oh, you whenever you generalize, you know, yeah. What if I still do? I'm flying to Detroit and the yeah. TMZ cameras are there. I, go, yeah. I, I didn't know. <laughs> I, I was in a food truck. I wasn't in the right. <laughs> I wasn't in the right mind. I thought they were gonna take me. Yeah. <laughs> I was held at gunpoint. That's great. I think it's a good theory, right? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, there's, I have, there's I, something I, going on. Yeah, go ahead. I have another theory. Oh yeah. This is like a little pivot though. Oh yeah. So why w- women love dressing up country? Oh, I and love go, go, girls that going dress up to stagecoach and all that and like bachelorette parties where they dress up country. I love that. Okay, here's the reason I think women like that because it's a way, it's an acceptable version of cosplay. Ooh, right? Like dressing up like Chun Li. That is that is a step too far for a lot of girls. As in like culture, but throwing on a cowboy hat, it's still common enough where it's like cosplay. But socially acceptable, like yeah, you could still go into a Ralph's, but you can't go into a Ralph's dressed as Chun Li. No, I mean they get you fired can up for Halloween. Then is what you're saying. What's that? They get fired up for Halloween then, because that's socially yes, acceptable. yes. Yeah. So it's preseason for Halloween. <laughs> Stagecoach is preseason. Stagecoach is preseason for Halloween. Yeah. They get work the kinks out. They get a you get in character. <laughs> and then the, what if they have like Becky's like okay look at this look at what you're doing wrong yeah. right here. <laughs> they're watching these pants. <laughs> yeah, they're looking film. Okay, I don't like the way that you rolled out here. Yeah. Okay, you grab two white claws. You you can do a third. I believe I believe in you. That would be wild. Yeah. Yeah. Just stagecoach film. She's like, yeah, you're right. I should do better. Oh, I knew I should have done sorry. that. Right. Where she goes, you're not gonna make the squad. I'm sorry. We're bringing yeah. Tiffany in. It's like hard knocks at stage yeah, coach. Yeah, cutting. That's like a sorority. Yeah. 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 It's going to be a rough week for Becky. <laughs> but here comes the new recruit, Stephanie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you have any like, Halloween theories? I feel like that's just Man, you know, Halloween on theories. Like, yeah, these, <laughs> yeah, these are some banger theory? theories, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are two for two right here. Come on. There, there's something going on there, though. You know, with, like, with like the, all, all the cat outfits. Like, There's yeah. got to be something mm. there. Cats. The, what else? It's because guys, what guys secretly want to fuck cats. That's my third. <laughs> that's my third theory that I just came up with, right? Because so? when you see a cat, you're like, if only she were human. <laughs> well, whoa, right? Whoa. Come on, guys. I'm not the only one. Whatever. <laughs> fuck you guys. You never fucked a cat. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm. You guys want to act all cool in front of the well, cat? Oh yeah, just because you're football players and like, like you don't fuck cats. A catwalk is feminine though, for sure, right? 
like yeah, the way yeah, 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 yeah. Right? So yeah. There's, there's something there. I think I nailed it. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> was it, the walk. You've been watching cats walk? That's yeah. what you're taking from this? I'm just saying, cats are more feminine than dogs. Dogs are more masculine. What if that's what opinion. gets you canceled? Like, I was so worried. <laughs> yeah. And then this I, trends. I'm on the ESPN Cats are identified as dogs? USC I just imagine the pre- like cats you doing the, the press Person release. Walk. I'm sorry about my statements about cats <laughs> and generalizing their walks. And the gender. Yeah. Identifying them as Any, gender. Anybody yeah, can yeah. walk however they want. <laughs> I'm resigning. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm getting educated. Yeah, <laughs> I'm taking a cool Yeah, that's the thing you got to say. Like, I'm getting educated. I want to see what is this education? Like, what is the class? Um, is it like detention? Yeah, exactly. They just to watch videos of cats. You're like, see, it can be a boy too. Yeah. Or is it like traffic school where you just like click yes on a bunch of things and you go, yeah, you've been educated for your rehab, for your Hollywood stuff. Yeah, you just click through it. You don't have to read. Yeah, yeah. I've done one of those. Yeah. They, sometimes they put the timer on there so you oh, have to shit. Like, wait. Those are the worst. Yeah, they do that, do that for school. For Title Nine. Yeah. Um, we read that. Oh, man. <laughs> OJ. OJ. You're going to expose <laughs> us like that? What is good with you? Wait, right no, I read all of that. Stuff. Damn. That's funny. <laughs> you a conspiracy uh, theory not, not really. Uh, I mean. What about aliens? Ooh. We had an astronaut I, on. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. I, I mean, okay. Here's another theory. <laughs> it's not as hot as these other two, but I was thinking the timing of it all was interesting. Remember when they killed, I did it in one of my things in the belly room, but like, like they killed Epstein, you know? Yeah, someone did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, someone totally did. And normally in the past, like they do a better job of like hiding it and like with some fun, but this is like so obvious. Like the world knows they killed him. Some fuckery was going on, obviously. And then I think the government thought that there was going to be a bigger uprising from people, but we just kind of stayed on Instagram and TikTok and shit. And then they're like, oh, okay, people are pretty cool. Sweet. Let's tell them aliens exist. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because then all this UFO came out immediately after. All right. the Navy stuff. Yeah, yeah. with, with uh, all those videos. Uh, pilot, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe it's like part humorous, but part true. Just like, okay, they're pretty chill about obviously suiciding someone. Let's, let's, we oh, could tell them, they're pretty cool. Let's tell them about this UFO stuff. Oh, like they're it was good. the time yeah. to do it. Like, all right, they can know. They're old enough now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we just didn't know how you were society, but you're pretty cool. Right. We can tell you. We thought you could handle it. Yeah. We thought you would ride in the streets. But yeah. the Epstein thing has told us, yeah, you're cool. They almost yeah. did, right? Didn't they uh, almost storm Area 51 or something like oh. that? that was... Oh. They did that as a meme originally. Yeah. A bunch of people actually showed up and the government was like, you will get shot. <laughs> <laughs> Please yeah. don't try. Like yeah. 10 people came. They're like, oh, <laughs> I, thought, I thought this wasn't a joke. I thought this was real. <laughs> it's like the guy who jumps in the pool at a party because he sees it in the movies, but no one actually jumps no one in the pool. Yeah. Yeah. You're, like, you're like, you're, oh, no one else is doing this. I'm just wet at this party yeah, now. You're just That's soaking wet. At night. You're, you're just drying cool. off in the guest room yeah. and you re-enter the party like you weren't the guy who jumped in. <laughs> oh, I fell in. I tripped. Yeah. No, you said cowabunga, dude. <laughs> yeah. And you, and you tuck your knees in. You said no. he wants to join. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're remembering it wrong. No, I just, yeah, I tied my shoes and I kind of fell you in. You guys must have been watching the cat or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, shit. All right, let's, uh, let's wrap it up, brother. Thank you. Yeah, man. Coming. Thanks for having um, me. Where can, where can people catch you, like, moving forward? Uh, website, sofahemanor.com. And then check out the special. I just put it out recently. It's called Hat Trick. So if you go to YouTube, just type in Fahimanor Hat Trick. Or hat trick comedy store, it'll pop up, and then on the socials. Really thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks. Um, on IG, Fahimanor, and then TikTok is Fahimanor comedy because some Fahimanor. Hey, ah, yeah. Maybe it was obvious. the terrorist Fahimanor who got it. Maybe. 
first, yeah. Right? The yeah. one that I got stopped for? Yeah. Yeah. Post terrorist yeah. content on there? Yeah, like, hey. How to, how to make a bomb? <laughs> yeah, here's <laughs> my guns. Or is it like Tony Robbins for other terrorists? Like, just don't believe in yourself. Start small. Build, build, build it up. Okay? Like, you don't need a lot of stuff. You could start with Ninja Stars taped to you and then build up to explosives. My first stuff wasn't, I didn't have explosives. I just had blades. And then you make a little more money, and then and then you have powder. You, you get a few bodies. You get fertilizer, and then yeah, then you go go bigger. You know, nobody starts at the top. It's just a slow grind. It's just That's a bit a motivational just speaker. Slow grind. Just killing it on TikTok. Yeah. Like, all right, keep following me for tips, and uh, <laughs> you know, just I hope you guys kill it out there. Yeah, yeah like keep on grind. killing it. He's like a terrorist, Gary V. He's like, keep on. Look, look, you say I'm too tired. I can't, I can't terror today. Well, then you're not going to be a terrorist, okay? So, like, how bad do you want it? Do you want to be like? <laughs> do you want to be like Osama, or do you want to be like Akbar, such and such? You don't know Akbar, such and such, because yeah, he didn't have what it takes. He didn't have the drive. He didn't have the drive. He had great potential, but it was wasted. So yeah, hit like, subscribe, so smash that like button. <laughs> smash that like button. <laughs> smash. And keep on killing. Yeah, keep on killing. Uh, I'm selling merch. He's got, <laughs> <laughs> got merch. Killing the game. Yeah, yeah, I'm selling my own fertilizer and like my own Nokia cell phones from the 90s. They're great for detonating. <laughs> That's wild, dude. Bro, that's right. distorted. Don't cry. All right. All right, bro. Um, that was fun. We'll Thanks. catch you. Yeah, man. Peace. Thanks, right. guys. Peace.